What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 112. Last week, we spoke with Alexander Ingram from North, a Canadian startup that wants to sell you your first pair of smart glasses. This week, we're continuing the conversation of connected consumer products, but this time we're turning our attention towards textiles. In particular, we're looking at the potential for hemp. Although hemp was one of the first plants to be spun into a usable fiber 10,000 years ago, it was made illegal to grow without a permit in the USA in 1970 under the Controlled Substances Act. Now, with legalization underway across parts of North America, hemp is being revisited and revived as the miracle plant it was once known as so long ago. And with advances in science, there are new ways to treat hemp that can transform it from a high-performance fiber into a smart one. Here to tell us more is Mark Sunderland. Mark has over 30 years of experience in the field of engineered advanced textile materials and apparel products. He's also an accomplished professor and academic, as well as the chief innovation officer at Hemp Black. Hemp Black is a company aiming to drive the next generation of advanced sustainable textiles by blending science and nature like never before. Here to tell us more is Mark Sunderland. So Mark, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me, Amanda. I really appreciate being here. So for those who don't know, who are you and what is Hemp Black? My name is uh, Mark Sunderland. I'm a professor at uh, Thomas Jefferson University. I am also the uh, Chief Innovation Officer at Hemp Black. My background has been in the textiles, high-performance world, including textiles, apparel, all types of fabrications and materials for the last uh, 20, 25 years. Hemp Black is, is an innovative hemp company built around hemp technology. And Hemp Black was really born from research, early research I was doing at the university. Fantastic. And so can you maybe help distill for us the difference between a high-performance textile and an e-textile and talk about how Hemp Black kind of fits into that? So an e-textile is, is one that is going to either communicate, derive, or either receive or, or transmit information or data through a textile or a wearable device that is either fiber-based or it's or it's circuit some type of circuit-based. A performance textile marries mechanical and chemical properties of the fiber and its technology and the fabric itself, the fabric construction, and delivers performance to, to that person. And that performance can be a whole list of attributes, meaning it could be moisture management, it could be uh, heat transfer, making you feel warmer or cooler. It can be anti-static properties. So there's a whole list of, of properties that come under the performance value. Absolutely. And so is hemp black actually alive in the way that we think of smart fabrics as alive or is it a high performance fabric in the way that we think of a pair of you know lululemon athletic pants it's both those things amanda what people may or may not understand about hemp black is hemp black is not that crunchy scratchy i'm going to smoke my t-shirt hemp right so it's not that cottony or linen-y fiber that that normally that people think of hemp 
what we are doing is we are taking our hemp and bringing our product through our carbonization process. And that carbonization process and hemp's unique properties and characteristics give us a, a very um, technical platform of conductive material, but also a high value when it comes to surface area and weight to surface area of the technical textile. So we can deliver all types of performance value there too as well. So our technology is IP protected and we have noticed you know, that the more, the more we start to develop this and the more we put this in products, the more attributes that we are finding that we are actually discovering. And that's what really gives it a strong market position because we're able to take that hemp char and marry it to other high-performance textiles. So if you have a, a fiber that's made up of 90% recycled polyester and 10% of hemp black, all the value is coming from hemp black. So only with 10% of hemp black in the fiber, you're getting 100% of the value. Okay, and so let's talk about some of that value. So what are the high-performance aspects of hemp black? Certainly a platform for, for moisture management. Being able to retain moisture, release moisture, quick drying, all those things exist. A very smooth, very frictionless. Also the high surface area. High surface area means that that gives you an unbelievable platform to, to add you know, other value adds into the material as well. So the high surface area comes from the hemp I don't know if you've ever picked up a stalk of hemp, but it's quite light. And some of those properties transition themselves into our hemp black technology. One or two grams of, of hemp black carbon is equal to somewhere in the neighborhood of like 32,000 square feet of surface area. These properties are really unbelievable. And really what I haven't really talked about is that much of the much of the char can also be conductive, which means it can it can conduct electricity. So at certain points in time in, in hemp black's maturation process, we're going to bring this high value, plus we're also bringing a great story. And the story is also built around sustainability. And, you know, we can get to that in a second. But when you're bringing these high values and these, this high performance built around a sustainable product, and then conductivity is, is a few generations away. That's what keeps the future certainly going here. There's other biochars in this, in this area, but they don't perform like hemp does. And they're not as light as hemp is. And the surface area is not as, is not as deep. Right. So, so there's a lot of opportunity uh, here. And I do want to talk about the sustainability aspect in a moment. But can you talk about how you're transforming the hemp black, which has all these high performance properties that you're talking about into an actual conductive fabric into a fabric itself so conductivity could be one of the properties or it could not so we don't want to think like everybody's going to be plugging in their yoga tights right because creating a conductive fabric is is very use case oriented right so you know even though it has conductivity you still have to find a use case but the hemp black process gives us a large platform for all these other attributes that people like in their performance athletic athleisure wear so the sustainability actually comes, Amanda, from, we like to say at Hemp Black, we are carbon negative. So when you look at the sustainability aspect, how we are planting our hemp, where it's coming from the field, the amount of water, we're, we're a giver, right? So all of our materials are going to be carbon negative. So we like to say at Hemp Black, we practice negativity. And that's one of the things that really works well for us is that we're able to deliver our material as a carbon negative material. 
That's a very difficult premise to do. Not a lot of materials can go to the next process and deliver a carbon negative material. Because as soon as you start thinking about the option of a connected garment, people say, well, what about the waste? If there's going to be batteries inside of a garment, that's moving in the opposite direction of sustainability. But as you explained, the connectivity is something or the conductivity is something that can be built in as a feature, which is so fantastic. So following that line of thinking with this carbon negative footprint, how are you actually cultivating your fiber to achieve that? Because it seems impossible when you think about how wasteful the rest of the fashion industry is. Yeah, right. And that's a good point. And you know, a lot of conductive garments, garments that have current running through the garments for very specific purposes, we're all using silver. And silver is a very, very hard material to recycle, right? So you got hard metals, silver, silver ions going into the water, the wastewater. So I'm not here to beat down silver. Silver certainly has lots of its own attributes, but it's really hard to recycle a garment that has silver in it, right? Because it's a heavy metal. With hemp, when we go to carbonize, we're recapturing all the heat, right? And reusing it the whole time. We're using no pesticides in the field. We're only using rainwater in the field as well. So we built this whole characteristic and that's helping us move our process through these auditing bodies too. So, you know, being a cradle to cradle certified material is very important. And we've started that process already. Being a blue sign certified material is very important. And we're gonna begin, begin that process. So we already know the pathway to how we're going to get to those to those certifications. You know, so you're talking about a plant-based material that possibly could be a circuit someday instead of a heavy metal. Could be a game that's really could be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge opportunity, but it kind of begs the question if hemp has all of these high performance capabilities, if there's the opportunity to turn it into a smart fabric and it's sustainable, why has it gone overlooked? Like hemp has been around for a long time. Yeah, Amanda, this is, this is the, with the bill just being passed and with it being illegal for such a long time, since 1929, there has been no innovation in the hemp world, right? Why would you innovate in the hemp world if it's illegal? Now, they, those, those coincide. So when you look at fibers like cotton, you know, certainly cotton has had the opportunity to innovate. And when we're talking about getting material from the field into a fiber, that fiber into a fabric, there's lots of technology that went into it because obviously cotton is not illegal. Hemp black is not built around trying to take that fiber off the plant. It's about taking the whole plant and carbonizing it in this unique process. Because when you try to get the fiber off the plant, all the sustainability that you brought to bringing hemp to that carbon negative state in the in the field and growing it and cultivating it is all lost when you try to get the actual fiber off the stalk because there is no sustainability means that will actually work to have that material become carbon negative because there's so much processing involved so much water involved you know there's been no innovation in the field for such a long period of time and now that it's legal you're going to see a whole new wave of what hemp will look like. And that's certainly why we started Hemp Black. It's a very big opportunity. And it makes me think about the powers that be and how they control materials and money and what's allowed to be processed. So are the farmers that are cultivating this fiber, do they have to have a special license? How does that work? Our farms are in Kentucky and you've been able to grow hemp in Kentucky. Kentucky was one of the first states to actually legalized the growth of hemp, but the farm bill passed, you know, not too long ago. And that gave certainly legalization 
countrywide to growing hemp. And our hemp that is grown in Kentucky is actually giving back to the farmers. So where tobacco was grown and harvested and where it was dried, those tobacco farmers have had a tough time of it as of late. A lot of those tobacco farms have now been turned over to hemp farms. Interesting. So making use of that same land and those same economies again. Yeah, because if you have people like Hemp Black innovating in hemp, it is a lot more value in hemp than any of the other crops they actually could grow. Well, and you're not killing people as with tobacco. Exactly. You're not killing people. You have a carbon negative material. You're delivering a plant-based performance fabric to the market that eventually will have upcycle capabilities where you'll be able to break the materials down. We're certainly trying to push the ball forward. And I think we're pushing it very fast is, is, is my opinion. Yeah. So on that timeline, where are you towards where you envision Hemp Black being? And for listeners who haven't seen it yet, you actually have a promotional video, which we'll put up on the website to accompany this podcast episode so folks can go and take a look. But it kind of, in the video, shows this futuristic world where hemp black could be integrated into many different surfaces, not just our clothes. And the future that it's showing is very Internet of Things, very hyper-connected, and it shows a lot of use cases for this material. So it's obviously the dream in the future, like where you imagine things going. How close are you to that reality right now with the product as it is? Thank you for bringing up the uh, video. But yeah, the video is kind of a showcase of what the future will be because... When we started down this pathway and, you know, when I was working on the research and, you know, we sort of said, hey, this, there, there's opportunity here. We know it tests out. So that video kind of shows, hey, what could the future look like? So the video doesn't get old so quickly, right? You know, where we are in our, in our process and we are charring, we will be making fiber within the next 30 to 60 days. That fiber is going to be used very shortly for our own launch of, of yoga products, Hemp Black Yoga Line to sort of put our stake in the ground and say and saying this is what our technology can do. So we are looking at fiber in a couple of months and then we are looking at our fiber being constructed into fabrics and, and unique garments. And then with a line coming out the end of the summer, early part of the fall. Yeah, and so, so that actually leads me to my next que- my next question, which is, are you coming out with hemp black branded products, or is the idea that once you patent your process, you could be a supplier to anybody who wants to design with a sustainable, high performance, possibly conductive fabric? Yeah, that's our that's our our mission. Is you know the world wants you to to show what you can do. And we'd certainly know that. We have the expertise here. I've been in in the textile apparel, high-performance world. We hired a brand and product navigator. We hired a fashion product designer. These people all have experience in this world. We are are bringing our technology to the the yoga market. Yoga is $11.8 billion, growing at 8, 9% per year. It's a great opportunity because the yoga community, yoga demographic, which is very large, there's people in all age groups practice it, but we feel our sustainability story, our hemp story, our CBD story is very powerful in that community. And, and that is testing out right now as we go through our surveys and, and, and testing with that population. But we're also looking at collaborations. So we've had conversations or I have conversations with some of the big players from Patagonia and New York and Los Angeles. I can't mention everybody because of certain 
NDAs that have been, uh, you know, produced. But yeah, we see collaborations and we also see very connected, I want to say, branded experiences, meaning like, hey, if an Allbirds wanted to come to Hemp Black and say, hey, we want to make a Hemp Black line of shoes because we already have, you know, regenerated cellulose shoes and we also have wool shoes. Yeah, that that would be a big listen for me. Interesting. Yeah. So to be a supplier that brands can rely on for all of the aspects of Hemp Black, it's a brand in and of itself in the sense that if, if other brands are working with you, they understand the kind of positive impact that it's going to be on the environment and the quality of the material as well, right? We're going to be very selective of who we partner with. That's very critical. You know, that's that's sort of where we look at it. We look at it, our own product, collaborations amongst brands on products that they deem very specific where the hemp black technology can be used. And then also working with some smaller brands, some micro brands on very specific end use and use cases. So we look at it kind of like this three-tier location of products, but none of them disrupt the other. So which is really kind of cool because hemp black technology could exist on all those platforms in various different ways. So how did you get into this? You mentioned you had a background in research. What made you want to focus on bringing a new material to the fashion industry, which is very global, expansive and exciting industry, but also one that it's fraught with challenges right now? There's no denying it is that sustainability also sells, right? Customers are demanding that experience. Customers will demand where their garments are made, how they're made. My background has been in the, in the textile apparel industry for most of my life. I came to, to Thomas Jefferson University. I came to academics really late. I'm not an academic at all. So most all my research, Amanda, all my work has always taken place in industry. So I've worked in the fashion industry. I've worked in the performance industry. I worked in athleisure. I know who the mills are. I know how to make a fiber. I know how to make a fabric. I know how to make a yarn. And I know how to do it in the real supply chain. That's really the baseline of it. And, you know, owning your own textile mill, being a consultant in that industry has given me lots of assets to certainly bring to this new, to this new brand. So Hemp Black is is my brand. The logo is, is something that I, I did. Hemp Black, the copyrighted name is also mine. Hemp Black now is a subsidy of Ecofiber Australia. We got started on this because Thomas Jefferson University was doing research on medical cannabis and CBD and then using our technical and, and material and textile expertise here at Jefferson, we added on industrial hemp onto the Lambert Center. And that's what started my research into hemp. Quite frankly, Amanda, I was not that interested in hemp in the beginning, but that's when I sort of, I said, if hemp is going to move forward, I have to flip the whole thing upside down. And that's what I'm essentially uh, doing here. So when I've developed this IP and these patents, it was really based on looking in the opposite direction where hemp has always come from. You know, I started off saying that scratchy, crunchy, I'm going to smoke my t-shirt. We use that all the time as our baseline. That's not what we want to be with this hemp-based technology company. And that's kind of the platform where we're at and where that technology takes us. It can take us in all these different markets and collaborate across all these different platforms. Well, it sounds like an exciting journey that you're on. I know that listeners are going to want to follow Hemp Black and stay in touch with what you're up to. So how can they do that? Yeah, so they can certainly go to www.hempblack.com. They can follow us on Instagram, 
at hemp underscore black. People can also email me too at mark.sunderland, M-A-R-K dot S-U-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D at hempblack.com. People are always welcome to come to our office here in Philadelphia, which is in the Young section, to visit, talk to our team. We have a lot of interest that people want to come and, and talk to us and why are we doing this and who's on our team and what are we coming out with. There's a lot of interest in hemp and hemp products, so we're more than willing to share. We can't share all the technical aspects, but we certainly can talk about our discoveries and, and, and our pathway forward. So I never knew that would happen, that people would be very interested in wanting to come to the office, but yeah, we entertain visitors all week. Well, that's very exciting. It makes for a very social atmosphere. I wish you all the best of luck on your journey with Hemp Black, and I'm sure we'll be speaking again in the near future. Okay, Amanda, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That was my conversation with Mark Sunderland, an advanced textiles expert and the founder of Hemp Black. As always, if you want to learn more, we have images, videos, and further reading and resources to accompany this episode available on Electric Runway. Simply head to our website, that's www.electricrunway.com, click on podcasts, and choose episode 112. For daily fashion tech news, updates, and inspiration, we invite you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at electric underscore runway. You can also tweet me. I'm at Amanda Costco and reach me via email. I'm Amanda at electricrunway.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, here's looking towards the future.